Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Thursday, March 16th. Russ, so money. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the longer this goes on, the bigger of a gripe that I'm starting to build up against the NHL schedulers. I mean, going three games, 12 games, three games, 11 <laughs> games. Balance it out a little bit more. I understand how for some people it might be easier, but for me, switching back and forth like this every day, it's starting to drive me insane here as we go along. But it is what it is. We got plenty of games here tonight. We'll go through all of them, but uh, so money, Russ. Uh, March Madness starting up today. Is that on top of your mind? Is the NHL forefront? Like, how does this work? You got the first day, plenty of games today. How does your schedule kind of surround March Madness starting on, on this Thursday? Uh, the NHL is always, always number one. Um, but uh, um, getting in front of the college moves uh, um, is is up there as well. But uh, yeah, and NHL is always number one, no matter what's going on. Yep, same. I mean, this time of year, I'm not, I'm not a huge college basketball better, but I will fill out a couple brackets and I'll uh, follow some of so money's moves and shit like that this time of year. But no, definitely. I mean, playoffs are in what 15 games or so a month until the NHL playoffs, so that's number one for sure right now. Yeah, that is it is getting exciting following the NHL play, playoff race as it gets closer and closer. I mean, at this point, it starts to feel like it's probably more the East that's in any of a race to get into those wild card spots than it is anything else. But nonetheless, still makes it exciting in those teams that are in the top tier uh, in terms of being more so solidified into playoff positions. Even them, it feels like they're playing playoff hockey on a nightly basis now as they get ready to get into the playoffs. So let's start with the games here tonight. We'll go through them all. If you guys have questions in the chat, please make sure to ask them. We'll try to get through them. If you have best bets that you like and you're wondering what we think about them, make sure that to fire them away in there, and we'll try to get through them as well. But starting with Montreal, Florida, so money. You're taking a look at uh, not a side in this one. You're looking at a total, and you're looking at a team in the Florida Panthers at home tonight who are trying to push themselves into a playoff spot. They're five points out just behind uh, Pittsburgh and the Islanders right now. But you're looking at the total. Why is that, and which side are you looking at? So I am looking at the um, at the over. Now everything does uh, does come down to the price. We're seeing a plus money seven. A um, couple of angles here. So um, Bobrovsky has had a heavy workload um, recently here, and I am starting to see some, see some fatigue in his game. So... Um, we could have some upside here, especially if they decide that they want to give uh, Bobrovsky a day off, even though Alex Lyon, um, he's been serviceable. Um, he's still a, he, he's still a, enough of a downgrade on, on Bobrovsky to create the edge there. The other thing too, is that um, I would need to confirm that, uh, that, um, that uh, Jake Allen gets a, gets to start. If he does, then I, then I will be looking at the, um, at the at the over seven at plus money, but I do need Allen. Florida goalie doesn't matter at at this moment, and um, then that'll put me on the on the over seven if I can get plus money. Okay, so we'll hang on to that one. But uh, if that does come up, if we do see goalie announcements, you know what'll happen. So money, we got that whole yeah. animation built out ready to go for you. So uh, we'll stay tuned on that. I'm looking at an over, but Russ, do you have any thoughts on that Montreal Florida game? 
Nope. It seems like, you know, we're going to start off uh, the first game in agreement here. I'm always, always down for a Panthers games over, especially at home. They're still the, their first unexpected goal share the last 10 games. Uh, Montreal's defense has been struggling lately. So yeah, no, nope, you know, I uh, completely agree with so many here. Let's hopefully hope for Allen and hope to get this one locked in. All right. Now, moving on to the Tampa Bay Lightning-New Jersey Devils game tonight. Uh, this is a closer one in terms of odds that we're looking at. Uh, New Jersey right now is holding on to second in the Metro. They're two points back of Carolina. They've got one more game played than them. And they're eight points up on the Rangers. They've made themselves a nice little gap over the New York Rangers over the last few games. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. They're coming off a loss in this one. But they're a good home team, 19-13 and two at home, pretty decent at home, whereas Tampa Bay is on a little bit of a skid over the last stretch. Three, five, and two in their last 10, and they just haven't really looked like Tampa Bay in the last little while. Now, they are third in the Atlantic, and they're only three points back of Toronto to this point, but they do have one more game played. Russ, so money. You guys are both on are looking at the same side in this one. Russ, I'll let you take it away first. Which side would you be looking to back between Tampa and New Jersey tonight? Yeah, it seems like, you know, we broke this game down uh, last week or we've been breaking down this Devils team a lot. But, yeah, I'm looking at playing the New Jersey Devils at home here. Anything close to minus 125 is what I'm trying to target. Um, yeah, I think that that 128 is probably fine to lock in right now. Um, we've been over this a few different times. But, yeah, just to hash, you know, how they've been playing, um, we've – we you know, we talked about the lightning a bunch and sort of my sentiment or our sentiment the last few weeks has been don't panic. They do this often. But I think that's kind of changing a little bit recently. Um, this team has really been struggling, and Andre Vasilevsky has been struggling as well. Um, you know, traditionally, Tampa Bay's pretty good at uh, at generating shots. Uh, they're fifth in expected goals for on the season. But if you look at their last 10 games, that drops all the way down to 15th in expected goals for. And on the flip side, um, you know, we know how good this Devils team is. They're just amazing. Uh, they they played a great game last game and didn't get the win, but, you know, they're still second in expected goals and first in expected goals against in their last 10 games. So this team is, uh, you know, is just still playing very well. And it looks like uh, Steven Stamkos is out for Tampa Bay. Um, other than that, than that, I'm still kind of getting a few lineup, uh, few lineup notifications coming in right now. But yeah, I mean, a couple of injuries on the lightning short price here on the devils who've been playing very well at home. Uh, Tampa Bay probably has a little bit of an edge in goalie, but still, I think that should probably be closer to minus 140 or minus 145. So, yeah, we locked in uh, right around minus 125. I think that's a fine play on the Devils at home. Okay, so we do track that here on the Edgework Betstamp account. If you want to see all the histo historicals of the Edgework Betstamp, make sure to go download the Betstamp app, iOS, Android. You can also find it on web. And uh, you can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. The plays will be locked until game time. But then after that, you can see everything that we've bet on, how we've done throughout the course of the season, what our picks have been. And yesterday, we had a nice three-in-one night on four different bets. So had a pretty solid night. We'll look to continue to keep uh, that here today. And of course, if you want to know what all the picks were during the show, you can tune in during the show, and we will recap them at the very end before we sign off. So... Uh, so, Money, you were looking at the same side as Russ in this one. Is, uh, is very much in line with where Russ is at there? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, did, the Devils did close in the low minus 140s um, when they when they played the last game. And even though the final score was 4-1 Tampa, there, um, there, there wasn't much in that game for me that I saw that 
um, warrants um, warrants this game to game adjustment right now. Now, a um, couple of things. There is a chance that um, the Devils go with Schmid. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about this last week, where um, he's actually in good form right now, and um, so I don't I don't downgrade him as much as the market will. Um, so I do like the Devils right now with Vanacek. Um, I think that we're good to lock it in. Um, but keep in mind that um, if Schmid does get confirmed, the market will go against him, and yep. that's uh, and and we don't need to panic about that um, because uh, we'll get a better price on the Devils on a goalie that I think that the market overreacts to. Um, there's no morning skate for the Devils, so um, Ruff has a media availability at five Eastern. Um, that's when we'll find out about the Devils goalie. Um, also, a note on the on on the total side here. Um, they did play a high event game that stayed under, um, but I think the market um, has bet this appropriately into place. So, um, so at a juiced uh, six and a half, there's there's nothing there for me. Um, I do see some flat six and a halves, which is which is intriguing as well. But um, again, um, wait for Schmid if that mark if that total does get um does get bet up um i think we'll lay off but um, i think i'm good with uh with with the devils right now all right there you go um now moving on we got another game here tonight uh between a team who is in a playoff position and who has actually been playing pretty well lately trying to push themselves up higher and higher into the central division that would be the colorado avalanche going into ottawa colorado coming in off a uh coming in on the second night of a back-to-back now ottawa sitting there in ottawa waiting for colorado to get there and they are trying to push for a playoff spot right now it's getting more and more bleak as it goes on coming into coming into this one with a three game losing streak they are six and four in their last 10 though tonight's going to be an opportunity for them where you're going to go up against a strong playoff team you're looking to get some points on the board try to propel yourself higher into the standings to actually make it feasible to make the playoffs but so money, you're not necessarily interested in a side in this one. You're more so looking back to another total between Colorado and Ottawa. So we need the we need the breaking news here. Okay, because I got you. I'm... That's so the break. <laughs> so so the breaking news here is that. I'm very excited to announce that we are officially on Jonas Johansson watch. Now, <laughs> what this means is that if he does get the start, um, we should have some fun with this game. Um, so over six and a half, let's play some alt overs. Um, let's just have some Ten fun. And with it. <laughs> Ten and a half, 20, whatever it is. But um, we do need confirmation that Jonas Johansson is in. Now the now the great thing about this game is that I do like the over as it is, even if we do get Solgard against uh, Georgiev, um, with the way that Ottawa is capable of getting themselves into into high high event games. And I do have concerns about Solgard's workload right now. But um, if we do get Joh- Johansson confirmed, let's just have some fun and fire away. So yeah, let's. Uh, Let's let's get that confirmation. I see um, six and a halves. It's juiced right now, but I mean, play the plus money seven then. So I think that uh, that would be the way to go if we get if, if we get Johansson in net. I'm on it. I'm monitoring it. Um, we could get it at the end of our show, but more likely it's going to be um, probably around 
around 11 30 12 um 12 o'clock eastern time so would you play this one over six and a half minus 122 right now anyways or would you yeah. just want to wait it out and find out are you no, willing I, to play this I would, one? I, I would play it right now anyways and then um of course, uh, Johansson gives us a tremendous upside on our wager anyway. So um, I okay. would play it right now at the six and a half. And then when um, hopefully when Johansson is, cons- is confirmed, it's just going to the market's going to blow up. Right. So you're going over six and a half now. And then when he goes confirmed, you're going seven, seven and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half. You're just pushing it all the way up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Up to 20 and a half. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and Ross, are you on the same page? You're on Jonas Johansson watch. You're going to hammer this one all the way up as well? Yeah, I, this will probably be a little bit smaller play for me. But yeah, you know, this is the third game it looks like we are in agreement on. Um, you, this Colorado team has kind of flipped the script the last few games. They started as kind of a defensive team. And then uh, all of a sudden, they're just scoring at will. Uh, 37 goals in their last 10 games. And Ottawa has 38 goals in their last 10 games. Um, the, the goalie question marks. Yeah. I don't, there's no way I would be playing an under here. I think that over six and a half and minus 125 is a, is a great look. So, yep. I'll probably be joining you guys here and, uh, yeah, no argument for me. All right. We'll lock that in here on the bet stamp account again. Uh, another matchup here between two Metro division teams that, as I mentioned, the Rangers are sitting in a spot where they are sitting well back of New Jersey at this point as New Jersey's created a gap up, up on them. Uh, six points back in New Jersey, 10 points back of Carolina. But you look at the flip side, the team that they're playing tonight, they're eight points up on them. And you're in a position here where Pittsburgh They're trying to open up a little bit of a gap on the Islanders. They've just now tied them up in points. They've got games in hand on the Islanders coming into this one. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. And so, Money, today is your day. You're going back to the overs again here. Yeah, I I don't know what's happening. Uh, So the the Penguins, uh, they're a very frustrating team for me personally uh, because I come in high on them quite a bit. And then we see their goaltending, and it just, uh, and it just, uh, they they just don't get consistent goaltending right now. Um, so we've gone back and forth um, with their goaltenders, and right now Casey DeSmith is in better form. I do suspect um, he'll 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 get the start for the Rangers. We've talked about Shesterkin um, all season. He's just not the same as he was last year. Um, these teams did they did play a high event game on the weekend. Um, that that stayed under a juice six and a half. Um, we're seeing a flat six and a half now. So, and I, even though we might get Smith, um, I'm not prepared to make that adjustment on the total. So I think that a flat six and a half on the over um, would be would be the way I'm going here. All right. Yep. Russ, I mean, I'm, agreement I'm, again. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Surprisingly, I am. Um, you know, I woke up and I was thinking that Pitt would be a nice in a nice spot here. Uh, Rangers team that I'm fairly down on, and the Pittsburgh team that I think is a lot better than their record shows, and actually have been playing really well the last last ten games or so. Uh, but it does look like Pittsburgh's going to have a couple injuries on their defense. It looks like Jan Ruda and uh, and Petrie are supposed to be out. Now, you know, individually, I don't think those guys move the needle too much. But when you have uh, two or three of your starting defensemen out who have been playing the last, you know, pretty much the last half of the season, um, I think that changes things a lot. 
And so uh, I've been kind of adjusting the lineups in my model all morning. I do have a little bit of an edge on Pittsburgh, but yeah, I honestly, I think that the over is a little bit better way to go, especially with um, them missing these defensemen that they've been struggling all game, all year. Um, I honestly think, you know, that wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh gives up a five spot here and, uh, and, you know, they're right there with them at five, four or something like that. So I, uh, I'm not positive that I will be on it for my personal plays. This might be a smaller spot. Um, if we do get, uh, it looks like we're going to get, if we do get Jari, I'll probably join you and I probably will submit that, but I, you know, I have no issue putting it in, especially at over six and a half minus one Oh five. I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a good angle to go. All right, Russ, I'm going right back to you here. I'm not even going to necessarily tee this one up. We're going all overs today. It seems like that's the theme of the show. You're looking at another over Boston, Winnipeg. Let's talk about that one. Yep, you know, I it's a this is a, this is a pretty simple play for me. I think that this number should probably be at six and a half. Earlier on in the season, Hellebuck was playing very well at home, um, and they've just been struggling lately. And uh, this Boston team is sort of interesting. They uh, their defense has really dipped in the last ten games. Um, they're third in expected goals against throughout the year. But if you look at just their last 10 games, they're 21st in expected goals against. So it just seems like they're just giving up a lot of unnecessary shots. You know, they do have one of the best uh, net minders, you know, in goal with with Olmark. Um, but, you know, I, I just there's it's a very simple play. I think this should be six and a half. I think we could easily see a three three game here. I think we could easily see Boston get to four. Um, so the worst you could do is maybe a push here. But, yeah, this is a simple play on the over here. And I love it, man. This is a. This is basically the day of the overs. It's it's this is right <laughs> up my alley. So so yeah, I, I'm I'm comfortable minus one oh nine. I think that's a great play. So we're just gonna be cheering for college basketball and tons of goals tonight. We gotta take yes. like the grand salami. That's what we're gonna be looking at tonight. That's not a bad <laughs> not a bad idea at all. It sounds like it's gonna be a great night. <laughs> so many are you in agreement on this one here as well? Uh for the most part, yeah. But uh, here's a hot take. Um the Bruins peak too early, and it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just uh, I'm just salty about my about my Lindy Ruff Jack Adams bet. I thought uh, I thought that was a great bet, and like it's getting derailed by a uh, by by a historic historic season here. So. Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, those numbers are getting out of hand on the yeah. uh, Jack Adams. Like Montgomery's yeah. a huge, huge yeah. thing. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm just I'm just pissed about that. Um, yeah. I. I I really do want to bet the Jets going forward. Um, I think the market undervalues them, but they're prone. They're as I, as Russ mentioned, they're really prone these days to have um, have leaky defensive games at any time. Um, and the Bruins aren't the right right opponent to like mess around with that kind of stuff. Even even with even with Hellebuck there to um, to uh, bail them out a lot of times. I do I do like what Russ was saying. I'm trying to get ahead of the goalies here. Um, Allmark, I I don't know. Maybe he's um, maybe we'll we see some see some regression here from him. Um, I do. I'm not sure if Swimman gets to start, so that's so that's something to watch out for. But um, I do agree with Russ. Um, I'm not going to be on it personally, but um, I do I do like that play, and that's something that if I were to play a total, that's the only way I would go. And uh, I mean, if you ask me, like. If this was like five years ago, and I'm sitting here with like a bunch of over six and a halves and six and stuff like that, would, like I would think you're crazy. But it's different, yeah, different sport. This is the this is the new NHL now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
so money you can keep pushing that narrative about boston they're falling off now they peaked at the wrong time they peaked too early i'm just sitting here as a toronto fan waiting for the boston media to start toronto mediating their team but it doesn't seem that they're gonna do that it doesn't feel like they're gonna get there so i just keep waiting but doesn't happen but they did lose the other night to the chicago blackhawks and one of the things that we've talked about on this show is looking out for those big plus money prices especially as you get down the stretch and uh you could get getting yourself into to a position where you could just start being able to pick off some of those. And we have another one here tonight with Chicago facing off against Nashville. Now, Russ, I'm curious your thoughts on this one. You're looking at plus 227 on Chicago. They are on the road facing off against Nashville. Nashville is in a spot where they could potentially make the playoffs here. But even in spite of that, this team has lost a bunch of players that they traded away at the deadline, bleeding out from that aspect. And then Chicago did beat a playoff team and the best team in the NHL and the Bruins the other night. So playoff team or not, it doesn't really seem to matter. Would you say that maybe we're in a position here down the stretch where a plus 227 on Chicago is just too long of a price? Or how would you kind of view this one? Uh, you know, there are, I do know certain people, certain modelers that would, would actually love to play this, but I am not, unfortunately, I'm not one of those guys. Um, like I talked about a few weeks ago, the, the, I can't believe Chicago is actually winning. Some of these guys that they're starting in their lineup, um, you know, are, are rookies, are up from the AHL. They're just trying to get them some playing time. And I have no data on them. I don't even recognize their names when I put them in the lineup. I can't even really get a fair line. Um, so then on the on the flip side, this Nashville team has been playing really, really well recently. Yeah. It's like they almost didn't get the memo that, you know, they're supposed to tank and that they're supposed to improve their draft pick after uh, like after Poyle, you know, the whole thing with Poyle and them bringing in the new the new GM. It's like they've been playing very, very well recently and they're, uh, Jose Soros is playing back to back to form and their defense is playing very well. So I don't know if, if this Nashville team has like a, you know, has a fire lit under them and this thinks like they might be able to sneak into the playoffs, but it kind of seems like they're playing with a little bit something extra here. Um, and then just looking at my peer numbers, like my peer modeling, like I said, with all those uh, no name players in for Chicago, I make this right around Nashville minus 273. So there's really no, you know, there's no value here for me. I basically ride on market. Um, yeah, you know, I, you could maybe make a case for the over just because that's that's the way the day has been going and that's where my mind immediately goes. But no, I'll have no play, you know, I'll have no play on this game. I've got right at six and I've got minus 273. So I'm, I'm right on market for this game. All right. Yeah, I've got, I've got no, no interest here, but I mean, if I wouldn't, fault anybody for playing yeah. for for playing Chicago for playing for for playing the puck puck line on Chicago minus one and the old puck line um, either um <laughs> yeah I I hope Chicago wins by 10 there's no like I, I look at this Nashville team and like it just drives me crazy so yeah same yeah. no I agree completely yeah I mean yeah. If you if you would have played the Chicago like a uh, regulation line against Bruins that would have been like plus 500 or plus 550 probably so yeah, yeah. I had a couple of those in the season, and yeah, you do it very well. Yeah, that uh, minus one and a half Chicago against Boston would have been an interesting number to take a look at as well in that last game. Um, but 
So, Money, I'm going to go to you on this game. You're looking at the Dallas Stars rolling into Edmonton, and as we know, we are all Oilers at this point in the season. And uh, are you looking to support your Oilers here tonight? You're looking at them. Minus 134 at home against Dallas. They are currently sitting in the uh, third spot in the Pacific right now. You have pushed yourselves up above Seattle. Is this a team you're looking to get behind against the top team in the Central tonight? I always look to bet the Oilers every game, but I think that this that this number is a little it's it's fair, um, get but it's getting to a point where I think that there's some value on Dallas, and I can. If I were a betting man, I would say that um, Russ is going to be on the Stars. Um, <laughs> right, so so. <laughs> So the Oilers, um, they're 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 playing well offensively right now, and um, e- even though their their defensive metrics haven't been too bad, um, again they're not getting the consistent goaltending. Um, I also think that there's a chance that we get Campbell, um, which of course is an even further downgrade. Um, there's no way that I'm laying 130 with Jack Campbell right now. So um, so that throws the Oilers out. Um, meanwhile, Dallas. Um, they're an over team right now, um, and as they're, and we've we've talked about this, their 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 goals output um, it's starting to catch up with 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 where it should be, um, and the, but the problem is the market is seeing the same thing right now. We're headed towards mm-hmm. uh, we're we're headed towards a seven. Um, if Campbell is in, we'll we'll be right there at a seven. So um, for me, um, I'm gonna lay off. We're gonna cheer for the Oilers, um, but I can't. I, I can't get there on the on on the Oilers tonight. Yeah, I mean you're not too far off. I haven't made any plays yet, but I definitely have. I've got the stars circled here, and uh, this is a not basically. Cool. I won't. You know, I think it should be a little less. And like, there's a plus one twenty five up there. I would yeah. absolutely love to play that if we get Campbell. Um, I think that if we get uh, Stuart Skinner here in goal against Ottinger, this numbers are fairly right um again just like so many said i would look at the over if we had like a six and a half minus 120 i would look there but it's gotten bet right into it should be it should get up to seven it'll probably end up there um yeah just to dig in these teams a little bit this is a great matchup both these teams are are super fun i was hoping i would have a play on this game just so i could turn it on on the ipad or on the second tv but i honestly i don't think i will unless we do get campbell in goal um then i'll definitely be on the stars but yeah this dallas team has been playing very very well recently they're seven two and one in their last 10 and all the way up to uh their fourth and expected goals for They've got 47 goals in their last 10 games. Just like you said, this this Dallas team just turned on the offense. They're an over team. Um, I honestly, I think that Ottinger has dipped a little bit. His play has dipped a little is, since the beginning of the season. So that uh, that is is factored into my numbers a little bit. Um, and then on the other side, this Edmonton team is playing very well recently too. Eighth and expected goals for and eighth and expected goals against. So honestly, these are two of my favorite teams to bet on going forward. And, you know, now that they're facing each other, this is probably a stay away like we talked about a little bit before. Um, but yeah, two, two of my favorite teams to watch. Look for that Jack Campbell announcement. If they do end up going to him, I will I'll absolutely play plus 115 or, uh, or plus 120 on the stars for sure. But for, for right now, there's no play for me. Okay, fair enough. So, so many you were close, but no play yet. But definitely, yeah, in the right <laughs> right mindset for sure. Right. Uh, now, so many talk to me about the Vancouver Canucks tonight. 
on the road in Mullet Arena. They are favored against the Coyotes. Do we trust the Canucks on the road as a favorite? Minus 137 right now. You gotta love the Canucks drive towards uh, towards <laughs> no man's land in the standings here, eh? Um, it's their favorite spot. They're gonna finish eleventh, right? Yeah. And it's just it's so frustrating, man. Um, yeah, they're they're playing well right now. Um, uh, we've 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 talked about them. Their defense is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, offense is starting to um, get better as well. JT Miller looks like a player again. Um, so, and of course, Kuzmenko is like unreal. So, um, looking at the, at the, at the price though, um, it's tough for me to get there on the Canucks right now. I, I, I would need a, um, low, low minus one thirties. It's concerning there that Pinnacle's the best price in market right now. You never want to, you never want to see that. Um, but, um, I would, I would lay off right now. Um, I would, I, I would need better on the Canucks. I can't. I can't get there on the Canucks in the in the high 130s, low low 140s range. Right. Yeah, I don't have a ton to add. You know, this this uh, the Canucks and their defense has been playing just like said, but um, this kind of seems just awesome at home for some reason. They played on Mullet Arena. Um, they've got one of the best records this year at home, and. Um, yeah, as far as like as far as uh, you know, units one or dollars one, they are the number one team, number one home team in the NHL, even above the Boston Bruins. So you know, they just for some reason they just get up to play at this this tiny arena, and uh, you know the fans love it, and the players just love playing there. So I don't know what what's happening down in Arizona, but yeah, this is a stay away game for me. I think that I think these numbers are are about right. Yeah, it's everyone getting all excited uh, with the college kids in the arena. It's actually a decent atmosphere. There's energy in that place for the first time in like 15 years. So that's what's going on in uh, down in Arizona right now at home. But uh, yeah, Russ, awesome. you do have an interest in uh, in the next game here, the Calgary-Vegas game. Calgary's kind of gotten themselves to a point where they're going to have a very difficult road to try to make the playoffs this year. And Vegas currently sitting in first in the Pacific, a few points up on the Los Angeles Kings, eight points up on the Edmonton Oilers as it stands. Uh, Calgary not completely out as it is right now, five points out of a playoff spot. They could find themselves in there, but you're looking at a line tonight where you got Vegas minus 105 at home against Calgary and best price on Calgary right now, plus 100 if you look around. But you're looking to support the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Why is that? Uh, yeah, this is an interesting matchup. I think this should be one of the best games of the night. Um, basically, you know, one of the most unlucky teams in the NHL versus one of the most lucky teams um, in the Knights, uh, this, this Flames team is just, I'm not, I have no idea what the deal is with this Flames team. They are playing well, they're driving play, they have pretty good defense, a decent goaltender, but they just don't win. They just cannot, they can't win. I'm not, I honestly, it's, it's very, very perplexing. And then on the flip side, this Vegas team has been playing very well since the new year. Um, they're seven, two and one in their last 10 games and uh, all the way up to uh, 20 or 15th and or 10th and expected goals for, sorry about that. So, yeah, I think that this number is a little bit short on Vegas. I'm going to actually wait to confirm the goalie here uh, just because there's so many different things in the air and things that play for the Knights. Um, you know, I've talked about my disdain for Jonathan Quick on this show before a couple times. 
and then he kind of, you know, <laughs> he comes back and pitches a shutout like the next game after I say that, which is that's kind of how it works. Um, but you know, I think I think this line is a little bit short on the on the nights, and um, you know, they're still kind of pricing the Flames as they were at the beginning of the season, where it seems like this team is uh, is just quite unlucky, and you know, kind of kind of is knows that they're out of the playoffs right now. It seems like yeah, just they just are are very uninspired, playing very uninspired hockey where. The Knights have been playing really well. So I'm going to wait on the goalie here. And we've got, you know, we got so many plays confirmed that I, uh, I'm i not ready to lock in anything here yet. But I okay. certainly, I'll be looking at the at the Knights, depending on if we get Aiden Hill back or uh, or if it's quick. I'm not, you know, still kind of debating there. Okay. Yeah, and just just when I thought that uh, Markstrom was, uh, might be turning it around, he's, uh, he's back to his poor form. So like... Uh, like Russ said, these are a couple of teams. It's um, it's it's tough to get a handle on right now. Yeah. Um, quick, I don't know where this resurgence has come from, but um, I mean, credit to him. So, um, I'll be laying off this game. Uh, Vegas has their morning skate at um, eleven Pacific time, so we'll get a better idea about um, about what about what Vegas is doing in terms of personnel. But um, yeah. I agree with Russ. I think that Calgary. It's tough to it's tough to make a case for them. I do. I would like to bet um, Vegas going forward. I think that they are undervalued. And um, unfortunately for me, I think that they'll probably take that division at this point. So, um, but for for this game here, I think that I'll be laying off. Yeah, that resurgence in Quick's game came when he got to Vegas and they pulled the knife back out of his back that the LA Kings yeah. put in there. <laughs> it was the inverse situation of the yeah. Flurry one, where Flurry had it in Vegas and then Vegas was the one who takes it out of Quick there. But two more games on the schedule tonight. We'll go through these if there are any plays. Seattle on the road taking on the San Jose Sharks. Seattle, you're looking at them right now, down to minus 165 as a favorite against San Jose. Uh, Russ, would you have any interest in this game at all from a sides or totals perspective? Not necessarily. You know, I think this number is is pretty close to spot on. This uh, San Jose team has has pretty much given up on the season. It, it does depend a little bit if we get Kakinen or James Reimer. For me, a little bit. Um, you know, if if we got if they played Kakinen, I think you could go with Seattle in regulation probably have a pretty fair bet but no i think minus 170 and uh and six and a half is it is a perfectly fair line and i i honestly i don't see any value on this one right okay yeah I've, i feel the same way these are a couple of over teams right now um mm-hmm. but um but it's already been bet into place so um if sure. if for some reason that 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 six and a half dips um i would be on the over but um but but not right now and final game of the night, we're looking at the Columbus Blue Jackets, the LA Kings, the team that did put the knife or the sword in the back of uh, Jonathan Quick there in the LA Kings at home tonight against Columbus. We're looking at another long price between these two teams. So, money, would this long price on Columbus intrigue you at all? Is this yet another, like, all right, stay away? LA is playing well. They are deserving of this number. Kind of, how do you break that down where the market has set this one right now? So we cheer for the Blue Jackets, but okay. there's no way that I'm betting anything on this game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. I mean, similar boat. I honestly, I think like 275, 280 is a little bit long. Like it probably should be closer to 250. But yeah, who knows that this Blue Jackets team has is so hard to call, you know, and 
honestly, I, I was hoping that the Kings would start Corpusalo here, but it looks like they're going with Phoenix Copley. So uh, no play for me. You know, it should be Kings should should get a win, but you know, it seems like a little bit long price, but no play. All right, fair enough. Well, that'll do it for the plays here today. If you do want to know what we bet, uh, I will pull up the screen right now and run through them again. So recap of today's bets, we're looking at the New Jersey Devils money line minus 128 tonight against uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're looking at the over six and a half minus 122 between Colorado and Ottawa, as well as the over six and a half between the Pittsburgh Penguins and New York Rangers minus 105. And then a yet another overplay, over six minus 109 mm -hmm. between Boston and Winnipeg. So plenty of overs on the board here tonight. Plenty of, uh, we're looking for a lot of fun games, a lot of scoring in tonight's games, but uh, that's where we're at. If you want to track all the plays that we've given out on the show throughout the course of this season, make sure to head over to the BetStamp app. You can find it in iOS and Android as well as on the web. You can sign up there, find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ, see how we've done throughout the course of the season. Make sure to give us a follow on there and as well. Make sure to subscribe here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel and like this stream. If you enjoyed the content, please make sure to give it a like. But so money, Russ, thank you guys for taking the time to do this. Look forward to talking to you guys again next week. And for everyone in the chat right now, I will see you guys back here tomorrow morning for the final show of the week, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Good luck on your bets tonight. Enjoy the games and as well, enjoy March Madness. Thank <laughs> you.